What's happening? Good morning. Morning minutes. Another day, another dollar. I, I, I do have to admit, um, Lisa Novak I talked with this morning and she was asking us, um, she said, how the hell do you guys come up with something every morning to talk about? I don't understand. I said, what do you mean? She goes, how can you think up shit every day to talk about every day? I'm like, oh, I don't know. But we do, eh? We just do. And it's not like they're short either. I think we've, we're ramping it up. They're, like the last like... 15, 20, 25 minutes. So um, we do. Uh, that, maybe it's because we're for sure. organized and we map out the next like week or two of conversations in advance. Isn't that right, Mark? <laughs> yeah, not. So if anyone, anyone who's a regular viewer, um, our content is uh, very, very well orchestrated. It, um, it takes us a very, very long time to get it organized to, to collate. I think um, you could say if every minute we're talking live, it's probably like five minutes of prep work. <laughs> <laughs> As in, we shit ourselves three minutes before we go live and off we go. So let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. So um, good morning, Angelo, jumping on. So life as a commercial agent, I suppose this one's probably a, bit, a little bit directed at me. <laughs> you know what? I, um, I think it's, it's pretty interesting, dude. Um, uh, you know, I think what obviously what clients see and what we see is very different. And and I know when we onboard new staff and they they watch us um, in the course of a day, they go, oh, "I didn't realise sort of what into it." And it's I don't want to talk. I don't want to pat ourselves on the back for ten minutes, but I just wanted to give everyone a little bit of an insight. Um, about what we do and you know particularly you Michael as a commercial agent well you know in the course yep. of the day what you do and and what it actually really involves because you know it's a little bit like one of those things where people know what we get paid for a deal they know um, they watch the, the transaction happen and then they go okay well I don't really get how that all, all happens so they get the pay thing um, but that's and they get the, the you opposite them thing but they don't really get anything else so i thought it'd be a great session just to have a chat about that so let's get into it yeah i think um and i think we'll refer a lot to residential because it's a little bit more commonly known i think um like if you look at the fundamentals of a residential agent it a lot of the time uh, someone is selling or the situation they're moving um and it's if you look at the i think commercial there's a lot of preparation um, and a bit, I want to say more, a different strategy compared to residential. And there's a lot of moving factors. And I think um, where I see people do really well or where I've been able to facilitate a lot of deals and where you've helped a lot, Mark, and what I think we just, like, we really think outside the box. Um, I think that's where we've had really good success. And I reckon that's where um, it can be very different because no days. No day is the same and no deal is the same. You may think it's, um, it, it's all similar because you're selling a retail shop and it's easier than residential. It's just an empty shell. But what goes in the background to sort of facilitate that, maybe talk on the buyer side, it's a little bit, it's um, like if, if you look at some of the thought patterns a buyer goes, <laughs> a buyer goes through before buying a property is a big one is council planning, um, fit out costs and sort of uh, making the numbers work. I think we can be a little bit more 
nerdy with numbers as a commercial agent um, is probably a big thing because well, numbers not, turn numbers turn you on as a commercial agent. Yeah, it's Excel spreadsheets, it's numbers. It's um, <laughs> that's a bit weird. Yeah, but it's yeah. good. Like some people have like RedTube and we have Excel, so um, that's that's what it that's where it is. And I think a lot of the background is shaping where a deal can take um, six months, 12 months to get ready for the market with either shaping those leases in place, in place. because in theory, or in, it's true, you can have the same property uh, commercial and it sells for double the price. And yeah. it all comes down to that preparation of potentially you may have a, instead of selling it vacant, you may spend six to 12 months finding a tenant. And then it depends on what rent it is, how that deal is structured, um, on how, how that works. Then also what that property can do. And so it's, um, it's a lot of, sort of in that angle. So as a commercial agent, what, uh, what, what, like, what, what are you, what's, what excites you or what segments of the market um, do, do you look at and you go, shit, that's, that's emerging, that's cool or that sucks or that's boring or, what are the what are the high what are the exciting so, points points as a commercial agent? Yeah, so two things I love is either creating a market based on feedback that doesn't really exist, or opening a different investment strategy. So I know Michael Edwards is on now, so he'll know what I'm talking about with um, the co-work environment that we're building across the road. Now that was a really really good client of mine and really savvy and they sort of like well, where are we going like we want to buy we want to go into commercial what do you recommend like where not what's going well now in the market what's going to go well in four years five years where's that trend and because commercial it's not just sales like you see residential you just sell units you just sell houses and they don't even look at leasing like commercial a big part of um seeing where the the turns are or the market is is through leasing um, because it all comes down to the, the rental income. And we're getting a lot of inquiries for sort of that co-work environment, um, smaller offices, more flexible um, market that way. And we trialed and errored with um, a lot of properties market, you know, like in Brookvale shop tops, like let's market it like there's a desk before it got built. And we noticed that clients really wanted desk space and they were happy with co-work environment or that sort of cafe environment like you've created here. People are happy to work um, in that open environment. So then the client across the road were like, that's where I felt it was going. If you look at that co-work for that segment, but no one's doing it on the ground floor. No one's doing it with sort of like the disabled access or really high end. So um, that's what we're building there. So that's the project uh, at 635 Pitwater Road. I'm quite passionate about. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just- It's a passion project. That's a passion. Like it's, um. Because if you look at it, you go, there's no, like, I've already sold the properties, but it's <laughs> like the leasing, the, I just see it that long game and that client, that's what I love, like leasing those desks for, as a commercial agent, that's, that's passion, that's not money. But what I feel we're creating there will just have, is what people want and people, people need. And then- It's sort of building community as well, isn't it? Building community, like how can you go wrong if we're putting desks then I look at it going, well, maybe down the track, um, he'll buy another one. We do it again. Like, I don't know. That's passion. I love that. And that's, yeah. um, that's up and running. Well, no, that's going to be, that's building. Then there's another one. Um, I love creating that higher value. So we've got a couple buildings in Brookvale where they're under rented. Like 
I get that a lot of people have owned buildings for a long time and sometimes less money, less headache is the objective in some family dynamics. So um, the good thing about commercial is you can sort of go where the, where, not even where the money goes, you can sort of go where the passion goes and it's not really, it's, it's almost like no rules. It's business 101, I guess. Yeah, it, it's pretty, um, it's pretty loose. There's no, there's not really, it's, it's very broad. Like you could just say, I want to stick to retail. So if I look back, if I look at sort of the last few years, I'm quite fortunate where sort of chop and change. You've got Resi, you're off the plan, but then it's also the beginning stages. Like, yeah, you, like it's, you can start where you do the development site, then you do the residential, then you're doing industrial. It's very broad and you're always learning and it, it just, it's really cool. So I think um, what I, 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 I best something that I admire about about the commercial business that I've that I've um, been exposed to and and enjoyed myself personally is the clients. Um, they yeah. are funny cats. They are funny cats. You know these guys and these girls out there. They are. Um, it's an eclectic bunch of people. That's for sure. Man, like I look at it these days, I'm learning more from my clients every day than fucking you could almost get in any book. Like they're savvies. I think like I've got that saying, um, book of Wagonomics. I've trademarked it. Like, and what that is, um, is book of Wagonomics. That should be the title of today, the book of Wagonomics. Book of maybe that's another topic. We'll go into a little bit more. Wagonomics, <laughs> the book of Wagonomics. Yeah. And in the summary, what it is. Negotiations and art form. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Todd. Um, negotiations and art form. And if anyone knows Northern Beaches, there's a lot of Greeks, Italians, um, Serbians in the in the area, and a lot of commercial is owned owned by them. And um, I think anyone going into commercial who are dealing with these clients, if you think you're going to fucking outsmart them or out negotiate them, you got another thing coming. These guys have been negotiating, fine tuning their art hustling for 50, 60, 80 years. And um, I, um, I, I was fortunate to realize that. And I sort of trade my gun. That was like, we'll be in a lease deal. And, and you'd be like, you're going through points and you would think they didn't say anything here. And then later in a conversation, they bring it up here. And it's just like, that was a great strategy where they're learning or this is how they do it. And some of the best times I have is like, people like Bruno and Theo just catching up with coffee with them for an hour. And, or like, sometimes you think, is this productive? But you're like, how is that not productive? They know every deal that's happening on the beaches. They know everyone on the beaches and I love I've it. Noticed, I've noticed the advanced, some of these guys that you're talking about, their negotiations are like, <clears throat> they're almost like, like juggling the one negotiation, there's eight balls in the air. And you know yeah. when you know when the guy's juggling, he throws one behind his back, and then he yep. like hides one or two balls, and then brings the three or four balls back. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's that's like the negotiation. It's like what what, and then they bring what? out twelve balls, and you're like whoa, and then they go twice as fast while they're juggling. And whoa, so they're, they're pretty young. They're that's, savvy. You know, that's years of juggling balls, you know, like they're just, yep. they're, they're pretty, they're pretty cool cats, eh? So the best advice I can say to a commercial agent or someone coming into it or any agent, do not underestimate your, the buyer or seller. You've always got something to learn because I'm learning from these guys all the time. But you know what the biggest thing is? Um, yeah. 
they put as much effort or passion into negotiating. So the same client, Mark, you'd know it now. We've got clients who we're negotiating at least for 10 grand a week. And we're negotiating at the same time, at least for $80 a week. And I tell you what, they fucking hustle just as hard for the $80 a week deal than they do the 10 grand a week. It's, um, it's not the dollar, it's the process. And yeah, that's incredible. Just, that's it, incredible. And that's a mindset there in itself where yeah. I think even, even my generation, I could be a little bit like, oh, blow money on a coffee. I've got two sitting here. It's like, you know, where, or even as an agent, you go, oh, there's just, it's just a, it's just a unit or it's just a little deal. There are no little deals. Like every dollar counts. And that's one thing that um, keeps refreshing as much as it's, it's probably good to focus on the big buildings and focus on this. But if you don't do the small stuff right, as an agent, you won't be getting um, the big the big building. So, for example... And, and look, what we're talking this morning about, guys, is life as a commercial agent um, out of interest. You, you may see the uh, the nice cars and the, um, the, the big deals, but this is sort of uh, 101 just talking about it. But, you know, it's... It, Michael, not, what, another thing that you reminded me of just then was... Um, uh, we had a, you had a guy walk in um, wanting to lease an office for um, three, four hundred dollars a week. Oh, yeah, rookie, <laughs> and, rookie. Then, and then the next, the next thing you know, um, you know, the reason he wants the office is because he's got uh, twenty million dollars worth of units to sell himself. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, we end up we end up pitching to him saying, "Well, don't worry about the office. We will just." Yeah. Uh, sell the property for you ourselves. I was like yeah it was the Sunday I remember it so clearly like I just need an office a couple hundred dollars a week just cheap is good and I was like yeah 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 no problem what do you need it for and uh, I remember saying to him oh to sell some units I go I have an office let's use my office why do you need an office I got an office and like next and I think like that's the big thing always as well is as a commercial agent you're dealing a lot more with people who are like people have businesses and business and we've got to be available when they're not working. So most businesses are nine to five or eight to six. So they don't necessarily have time to look at property or Monday to Friday. So you've got to be working Saturday, Sunday. Um, we've been, we've done it from day one. It, my whole thing, um, well, our whole ethos was like, especially my mindset was if I'm working an extra two days, I can just like, especially when six years ago when I was a lot uh, fresher, I was like, even if I'm not as good, if I'm working the extra days, like I'll, I'll just fumble my way through it. Like, cause you're there. Like, it's almost like you've got to, if you're not there, you're not going to have the opportunity. And that was like that Sunday when he, when he walked in, it was just like, Hey, I want a little office. But as Todd said, the little fish are sweet. It's, it's true. And you never know where that progresses from. So I think it's always that juggle between Especially when you pick up that momentum as a commercial agent, yes, you ideally want to be focusing on a lot of the, the bigger deals, but it's creating the smaller deals, create the bigger deals. So it's always keeping that working through. I love um, that you can, regardless of the market, you can make deals happen if you do the work on the ground, and that's generally in the leasing. So if I've got a building, it's under rented. Um, an owner who may, who you pick your owners. You have some owners that will never sell, which is fair enough. It's probably, it's a great model. But then you have some owners that will buy a building for say a million dollars that's generating 
80 grand income, but if you can get that to 160 grand income and then they can sell it for 3 million, they'll buy and flip, buy and flip. So I've got a lot of clients that we're piping that they've bought. We're looking for these tenants to put, to plug into their properties um, where the owner may go, I'm happy to pay a hundred grand or uh, redo this fit out or let a childcare get approved in there. Let this happen in the property because I know I'll get that higher rent and then you can sell it. So, um, regardless like you'll see in the residential market at the moment if things are bad people stop doing deals because a lot of the media commercial if you've got that if you've got that sort of strategy and those clients in place who will always transact if the money's right then you can sort of just keep ticking along and i think like like 20 Sydney mark like bought that building with 100 or 15 west street perfect example bought the building uh with 80 grand net income and now we've put it over 220 but that's not a client who was selling but that's what i love to do so working that and following that through and then we've got another building where we're doing that and they will be selling we've got the anchor tenant so you know what always interests me in in commercial in commercial um there's people that go and see the doctor and there's people that don't go and see the doctor there's people that go and see the doctor and listen to the doctor and trust the doctor. And it's amazing the results the doctor can actually get. Um, yeah. and, and, and I just love with commercial that people can bring us something that's broken and we can fix it up. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? And we can fix it up. Uh, all we need is time and, uh, and, and obviously the commitment from the client. But I think that's a beautiful thing about commercial where, um, you know, and I know property management's like that. Sales is a little bit like that in residential, but definitely commercial. Um, they can a client can have a, an underrented uh, uh, property in chronically bad condition um, with the side of one tenant and a good commercial um, and passionate uh, agent like yourself can say, "Look, come with me." Chop, karate, chop, karate, chop, 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 chop. We do this, we do that. We do floor plans. We get these photos. We rent this one out to this, this type of person. We rent this out to that type of person. Anyway, a year later, and it does take time and it does take work, you're adding to the bottom line of, of, a, of a person an enormous amount of cash, like cash flow, and you're adding an enormous amount to the top line of equity. So... For our viewers who don't understand what I'm saying, for every every time we can get ten thousand a year out of a property more for a client, we're adding a significant value to the property. So like two hundred grand—that's how big it is. Like it may sound it, small, but it's two hundred grand. It's five percent. Like yields at the moment are five percent. So on buildings where I'm releasing them um, or getting it, uh, negotiating, getting an increase of ten grand a year from 50 to 60 grand, I've put 200 grand in their pocket. Like, um, and as you said, I, I love that sort of long game and that it's, I find um, what I've realized with commercial, I will do, let's just say compared to residential, I yep. would, res- residential agent will do 50 deals in a year with 50 yep. clients. Yep. Where I'll do 50 deals in the year, but five clients. Because the same client where... Yeah, that's, that's, in, that's me, interesting. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's probably yeah. a really... Like, because we'll lease them the shop, 
like they'll buy it from us. We'll lease it. They may sell it. We manage it. They buy something else once I've got the rent. So like a client, like there's there's probably ten buy like a lot of buyers who go once you get that once you get that building at that rent, we're buying again. Just there's another two three mil. Find me something to buy. Let's keep rolling it over. So it's just I really so cool. enjoy I really enjoy that um that relationship and rapport with clients like. If, like if you look at it like on my phone like there's favorites list i've got just i've got probably more clients on that like let's just say you got do not disturb and generally it's only family that can get through as a, an analogy i've got just as many input clients that are yep. in there probably more than family because they're they're almost they're like friends like it's it's just it's a we it's a very um it's a i don't know it's a very unique relationship like they're trusting you buying you like buying buildings for one two ten twenty mil it's Fucking cool, and then you, yeah. you get the rents and you follow through. So I really like that about commercial, which is very different to residential. Um, but I think that's powerful. The, it's powerful. And anyone got any questions out there, uh, Mister Mister Gotsis, uh, Mister Kentwell? How are you, Legend? Kate, how are you? Um, how are you going with comments, Michael? Anyone got any questions for you for? A commercial real estate agent, yeah. power, commercial power agent on the northern beaches. Commercial power agent. We've got our um commercial awards. When's that? That's in like three weeks. Got flying down to Melbourne, finalists against Colliers and CBRE. So two yeah. pretty big guns. So um, real real estate.com.au and real commercial.com.au, particularly real commercial, have uh, have voted um, know that commercial as um, one of the best in the country, top three, as a matter of fact. So that was top a three. massive, massive, massive thing for us. Um, hey, Michael, just quickly before we sign out, the, my, do you want to talk about for people on Facebook that are watching my background? I, I, I just, I thought it was pretty amusing. I had someone say, say, um, I had, so guys, if you've noticed behind me, um, it, it looks like it's night. Yeah. And if you're on Facebook watching, um, and it's, uh, I'm actually in the car driving around the Westfields car park the last hour in circles yeah um but uh, if anyone wants to use this tech it's it's zoom technology and i can just throw in any background at the back as a matter of fact i'm going to put in greece in the next couple of days i'm going to yeah throw, we've I'm, been we've I'm, been meaning to do that we're going to change it yeah. up we're going to change it Some, up something i'm going to so it looks like i'm in the greek isles rather yeah. than a nighttime office behind me but it's pretty cool tech eh? Yeah, it's I we're loving it. and it's been working really touch wood really smooth the last sort of couple of weeks. It was it was learning and I think um it's it's working good. I'm loving the interaction, educate like educating, sharing what we do. It's quite unique. Real estate I find real estate's that topic that people want to talk at the barbecue, even if they're not in real estate. So if if, if there's anything we can do. What do you reckon about the commercial mark mark? Seeing it from from the top with your crown. <laughs> Get it, the crown above you, <laughs> dickhead. Um, oh, like my crown, my crown, obviously, yeah. yeah, yeah. Obviously, um, being a resi agent for a residential agent for majority, uh, and then in the commercial, what do you, what do you see? What, what do you see the difference? What do you enjoy? Um, look, I, I've, I've, in, I've enjoyed the business, the commercial business, because I found it's more, it's, it's probably a little bit more holistic, a bit more full circle. So. We've actually been able to entertain um, business that we couldn't before that a lot of our clients were in. 
So yep. I, I think it's been great and particularly enjoyable for our clients because they can, they can walk into us and they know, um, they know we can look after them on, you know, if it's Northern beaches, we can give really, really good advice um, in, in, in most areas of real estate. So I, I think, and I think now that we're sort of acclaimed in that commercial arena, um, the first couple of years, they'll, they'll like people like good luck. But I think because we've been doing so much business um, the last couple of years, we've been a real go-to for, for our clients. And I, I really enjoyed that, dude. Like I reckon it's, yeah. you know, having, having you know, and, and like you said, the, those comm- I, I, like, I just think those commercial clients are, are pretty cool cats. They're, they're pretty good yeah. business people. Uh, they're, they're, a lot of them are, you know, from the school of Wagonomics. We tend to attract, I think, you know, that, that type of client. So the, the clients, yeah. maybe because we got that to the European background, but a lot of the Italians and the Greeks, um, the Lebanese and, and stuff in our area, we're, we're a more, uh, own a lot of property in commercial. And I think um, come to us. And you know, a nice thing I've, I found that we're a little bit, we're disjointed from old methods. Um, yep. So I, I think people have actually quite enjoyed that, that as well, because they don't feel like we've got our hands in, in their pie. They feel yeah. like we've, we're sort of, you know, do you know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. when I, I, they, like, how do I say it politely? Sometimes <laughs> they just don't want their business to be known by the, the commercial, oh. the, the old fashioned commercial. Well, this is what I've, <laughs> yeah. And I've had, um, well, I've got to, there's two things. I'll get to Todd's question. Todd said, what makes a great commercial agent? And I think, um, as what you said before, and as what you're, you're saying then, I think I've been quite fortunate as I said, like European background, but I think for myself, there's a lot of Italians here, but I wasn't from here. Like the, there's a lot of history. I think there's a lot of there's there's been a lot of families around for a long time in the area, and being neutral, being new, a fresh approach um, has been really great for it and for the clients as well. But it sort of goes on to what uh, Todd's asked: what makes a great commercial agent? I think that was great. And then just having none of nothing in the old ways. I still think commercials twenty years behind residential. Um, it was like with the service, the quality, what it does. I think um, it's got to be like, I think um, where there's still a lot of room to improve. And I think some of the commercial clients are the, the top of the sort of, um, they're very influential. And I think their service, they should be getting better service in the whole industry. So. Um, I think with that in top of mind, with how their properties are presented, how available the commercial agent is, um, and just keeping in mind, just trying to always make more money for your client. I think that's always been our ethos. Like um, we go to the property, how can we chop it up, make more money? I think that's always been like, when we go to a property market, we're always like, oh, let's make a <laughs> extra, we can, with approval, let's get an extra studio here. Can we create an extra shop? We could do can that. We could do this. Like, yeah. It's, I, I think, think we, um, could, we, we better wrap it up as well because yeah. I, know, I know talking about you, we, we, could, be, we could talk all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, um, I've been a boy nine, 10 months. Now you guys do everything different. That's what the industry needs. Love it. Don't stop it. Thank, yes. Thank you very much, Glenn. Um, thank you. And I think that's all it is. If everyone's going left, at the end of the day, what makes a great agent, anything, if everyone's going left, go right. 
and make it work. That's probably the simplest answer. <laughs> and that's let's sign out on that one. But guys, hope we helped you today, Michael. Interesting talking about your job, your life, commercial. Um, and yes. uh, and and thanks everyone for watching. Any questions or topics you'd like us to discuss, we are here for you. Pop it in the comments, and we will. We've had a lot of feedback in the last week where we've covered some great topics. Yeah. Uh, anything, anything else to add, champion? No, no, all good. Otherwise, I'll get on another tangent. <laughs> all right. All righty. Anyway, Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye.